You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I have a fun guest here with me today that you all know, but I still, as always, I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself and let you know where you can find him online. How's it going, guys? It's Justin. Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Pagan Padre. Uh, I believe it's 020. I recently changed my username. Oh, okay. I will make sure to have that updated information in the show notes. But I think that if people are on the Discord server, they're probably very familiar with you because Justin is one of my moderators and he is the resident Norse paganism expert. <laughs> So I think yeah. if you have joined Discord, then you are probably pretty familiar with him because he is always great at welcoming everybody and answering all of those Norse pagan questions and runs uh, a general, you know, topic every week, other week, somewhere in that schedule, um, puts up a new topic to have chats about. So I appreciate all the work you do over there, Justin. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Our weekly topics kind of vary, honestly, from like one week to two weeks because we have so many people in our Discord that I realize one week is just not enough sometimes. And yeah, whenever we leave it for two weeks, everyone gets a chance to kind of <clears throat> put their uh, thoughts out. Yeah, definitely. It's almost up to a thousand. <laughs> I checked the other day, almost a thousand witches in there. I could not believe it. I was like, wow, <laughs> there's a lot of people. Oh, I know. It's been amazing because every time I tag at everybody, I see that number go up and I'm like, oh my God, there's so many. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely amazing. It's very exciting. Um, and of course, I will have that linked in the show notes. So if you have not joined the Discord server, that is available and it's totally free. Um, and, you know, Justin has always got his DMs open. So if there's a particular weekly discussion that you would like to have to add to the topics list, he is always there. Yeah, most definitely, because sometimes it's like, I'll, I'll honestly see something on TikTok, and I'm like, we need to talk about this, because this is really interesting. Uh, I believe the one that's currently up is moon versus sun-based pra practices. Yeah, that was an interesting topic. Yeah, it's very interesting to see how people use the moon so much, but not really the sun. And we get so much more time with the sun compared to the moon. Yeah, I wonder if people just don't like think of the sun as as mystical or magical as the moon. I don't know what it is. I really don't know. I know when I first started working with Hecate, she is known by Anima Mundi, which is the world's soul. And in Cynthia Brennan's book, she talks about doing a sunrise ritual every morning welcoming the sun and i've started incorporating that and i feel more energized during the day when i do that compared to oh. days when i forget oh that's interesting that's a nice practice yeah well i work for the garbage company now and i'm up before the sun is up so i see the moon and then i see the sunrise every day oh that's so pretty Yeah, it's, I, it's 
it's been a really interesting to see how the sun has affected my practice, really. Yeah, I am up for the sunrise as well. Most of most of the time, it is getting pretty early um, now that we are getting more daylight. But still, most of the time, I am up for the sunrise, and it is just a beautiful time of day. It really is, especially like on mornings when I'm out in the country. There's nothing but cow fields and to see on the horizon, and that sun just starts to peak. I literally get my driver to stop the truck for five minutes and take my right there <laughs> oh yeah uh the, it's it's kind of become our thing we'll stop take a break for five minutes i do my thing and then we go on about our game <laughs> that's so nice that he's into it too <laughs> well yeah, they... we are going to chat about runes today. That is something that we are going to cover because I know you get lots of questions on that. But before we sort of jump into that topic, I would love to ask you if there is anything else um, since the last time that we've talked and you've been on the podcast, is there anything else that you have incorporated into your daily, weekly, whatever it is, routines that we have not talked about yet? Um, I've really, surprisingly, I've like kind of slacked off from working with the Norse gods, and it's been very heavily focused on Hakate. Uh, I, I still work with Loki, which uh, everyone is always amazed by. Uh, and more recently, uh, I have learned that uh, the Norse call it a Philgia. I think I said it right. If not, feel free to correct me. Um, <laughs> but it's the Norse taken as a version of like a spirit animal oh. and my spirit animal is the bull nice yeah so that's been a whole different journey especially because when we moved into the house we're in now we have cows outside that are my father's i had no clue that this was a thing until like monday oh. like yeah so i've been tending to these cows and our main bull and it when it clicked it hit me hard i was like oh my god oh my god like how did this not click six months ago <laughs> uh other than that i mean really my practice is saved pretty much the same uh my oldest son and i have started trying to you know, start a little garden because he wants to grow things. And that's very exciting for me because I love green witchcraft. I, I love green magic. Oh, so, I love that. That is such a great place for kids to start. Yeah, it is. They, he loves it. Um, they're not doing so hot just because <laughs> of where we are um, and the spot we chose. So we're going to have to try something else. But thinking we're just gonna get some potted plants oh that. that's nice too yeah that's such a great i i started there too definitely my mom was having me the garden when i was pretty small and i loved that getting like the seed packets and picking out the stuff and then it really feels like magic when you actually see the efforts of your work yeah uh, we planted some rosemary and some watermelon and Ooh. we walked 
we walk outside every day. He goes, Dad, I'm my watermelons. And I'm like, I, there's definitely something growing. I don't know if it's watermelon, <laughs> but there's something growing. You're going to find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll find out in a little bit. If not, uh, my wife and I decided that what we're going to do is just one day, we're gonna rig, one of us is going to wake up really early, go to Walmart, and just get a watermelon and put it, <laughs> put in, it in the, the garden. flower bed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is that is such a parent thing to do. I love it. Yeah, you know, that way, in case it doesn't grow, he still thinks he grew a watermelon. You do what you have to do to keep your kids happy and interested and proud of themselves. You do what you got to do. <laughs> yes, most definitely. <laughs> oh, that that's so fun. I'm so excited for him. Well, getting into the topic then, we wanted to specifically cover runes because that is such a big part of your practice. And we've touched on it on the other episodes where we've talked and just, you know, how you have them and you have tattoos, but we haven't really dived into that as like a full topic on its own. So if for anyone who is sort of new and just starting out, what even are the runes? Where do they come from? So the runes, as far as we know, they were like an ancient uh, alphabet system for the Norse people. And it was said that uh, archaeologists had found bones and things like that carved with runes, with all the runes on separate pieces. So we believe that they were used as a form of divination which is what I use them as. And I think that's a good um, point to make that, you know, as as far as we know and things, because so much of Norse paganism has been destroyed over the years. Yes, very much so. Uh, they call Norse paganism a reclaiming or a reconstruction religion be, just because we don't, really know a lot about what they used to do we can look at the people around them like the icelandics but as far as knowing exactly what the norse people did and how they worshiped and how they gave offerings we really don't know yeah it's one of those that, like we have educated guesses and historians have done a lot of work but we're never going to actually know what what it was like then Exactly. It's not like we can go to Egypt and look at how they did and all of their constructions that they've built. The Norse didn't have that. Yeah, and before we dive further into Norse and runes, this always comes up, and I did not put the disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, I should have, but this always comes up every time I talk about Norse paganism, the racists. So it's ridiculous and it's like both directions of people that will like leave comments which by the way like don't even bother I don't even let ever let them get published so don't don't waste your time um but there are people who are like just automatically assume that Norse pagans are racist and Nazis and I'm like every Norse pagan I know is like the most welcoming accepting person (laughs) I've like ever met so I don't understand that at all or then like completely the other way where people are like well he's so welcoming um that he's not racist enough i'm like what what (laughs) 
just I don't, I don't know why this heard that one. Oh, I have gotten comments of that when we because we have talked about that um, in previous episodes, and uh, I talked about that with Bente when she was on the North Switch, and mm-hmm. um, I have gotten comments on both of those of them being like, "No, they're wrong about it. Not about it being an open practice. It's totally closed, and you need to be white, so they're not racist enough." I'm like, "What?" It's not even, I never let those comments get published. So like, nobody's actually seen them but me, but I'm still like, it's mind boggling to me. I'm like, why do you, what is wrong with people? Like, why? That like, what really shocks me. And that's because the Norse people traveled all the time. They, they went everywhere. So they were, they were in America before Columbus was. Yeah. So the fact that, that people think that they didn't have other races other groups of people doing this religion believing what they believe showing them it's just not it's nuts yeah i just i do not understand it i don't understand where these people come from i mean i understand that some of your north pagan symbols and runes have been corrupted and appropriated by Nazis and other like extremist right-wing racist groups but that does not mean that those are those people have have ruined those symbols that doesn't mean that Norse pagan is a problem like I don't I don't doesn't make sense to me does not compute I like try to make that clear on all of my Norse pagan episodes I'm like don't even bring your racism here I don't want it not listening yeah I get questions because I have all of the runes tattooed on my right arm um all of them Oh yes, I have all of them. I didn't realize you had all of them. Oh wow! Yeah, I have uh, from Fehu to Yara on one side, and from uh, Suilo to Othala on the other side. Like it outlines my Mjolnir and the uh, Victor Seer. I did not realize that you had all of them. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, the the crazy thing was was the night after I got them. The two nights I got them. The first night I woke up because I had a dream that they were on fire. Ooh. And I, I like, they were each burning individually. And I remember seeking out, like, uh, the Wisdom of Odin Discord for help because I was like, I don't understand this. Why did this happen? And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> so then, the, so then the next night, I woke up because each uh each of the runes sprouted vines and was wrapping around my arm, and it freaked me out. Oh wow! So I once again I went to my group of Norse pagan friends and I'm like, "What is going on?" They're like, and they were like, "Well, fire and the vines. It seems like they're." binding to you as an accept as like a form of acceptance oh i just i that has been my experience with getting the runes tattooed wow that's very cool it it was very interesting and i remember every detail of both of those dreams and i probably will for the rest of my life so how long did it take you to I mean where did you start and how long did it take you to learn them because I assume that you went through all of the background and learning them before you would get them tattooed on yourself 
Oh yeah, I I have I had been working with the Rams for probably two years before I felt like it was comfortable for me to get them tattooed. Um, but when my wife and I first got married, uh, we actually both got a bind rune tattooed as our wedding ring because the jobs that I work really aren't ring friendly. Um, Do you want just, to explain what that is? Because I think I've done a post on that over on Patreon, but for, I don't think I've talked about bind rooms for the, on the podcast before. Yeah. So bind runes are when you combine different runes together uh, and essentially to make a spell. So for my specific um, bind rune that I have, it is, if you look at it, I can see at least six different runes. But when I designed it, which is really funny because I designed this myself without going to Google. And then I went to Google to find one for my wife that she that she would like. And this one popped up all over. So maybe I subconsciously had seen it somewhere before. But my specific one has Ingwas, Issa, um, Rido. There's there's a lot more that I can when I look at it, I can see. And you know, my wife has hers that is specific for her. So they're like the designs are overlapped, the letters. Yes. Yes. You take each of the individual rooms and there's a different there's a couple of different ways of doing it. It's where you can stack them to where they make one symbol or you can draw one line and stack them on top of each other. So it would be like Fehu, Thorazas, and Buño separate it but on the lot on that singular line gotcha so you chose ones that were related to your marriage and each of you and what you want out of your relationship what'd you pick uh yeah so i really wanted um something to protect our marriage um rido is the rune for journey so i wanted us to have a protection in our marriage like along this journey that we that we call life um kenos which is the rune for fire uh, and loki so i wanted us to you know stay passionate with fire well that is such a great choice i, I mean I, I love that that's like a really beautiful way of you know, marking your relationship and your wedding. Like, that's so fun. Yeah, it's really interesting. I get a lot of comments about it. Um, just because some of the people that, you know, I pick up trash, they're like, oh my God, I didn't realize there were other people like this in my area. And I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of us. You just got to know where to look. Oh, that's so fun. And you're just like a walking billboard <laughs> for Norse paganism. Oh yeah, well, I live by Fort Polk in Louisiana. So there is a huge influx of people who come in and then leave. So there's a Facebook group for us and we've been trying to get groups of us together and go like go meet somewhere at one of the local parks and just hang out. Just because it's such a small 
religion that's like forming what is i'm curious because i have never been to louisiana how is the climate there for witchcraft and alternative religions because i think of new orleans as being like a very magical city but like louisiana is still the south so are they still like they don't love witchcraft so new orleans is filled with magic i've been there a couple times uh since i started my path but it seems like an amazing city i've never been (laughs) yeah it's, it's very very amazing uh always make sure you carry your uh, belongings in your front pockets because they p- people will come up and slash your back pockets and let your wallet fall out and then steal it. Yeah, I believe it's, that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. Sounds like Chicago. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's it's basically Chicago in the south from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> um but it's been the humid it, it's humid down here. It is very humid. You're always hot and sticky. Um but because of that, because of the, the swamps, I've looked into a new form of magic, and that's using swamp magic. Oh, that is really interesting. Because there's no clean water here. Because everything washes down to Louisiana from up north. So everything is murky and muddy, but it all flows down. That must be a lot of fun. I know like a little bit about swamp magic and swamp water and things, but it's not something I've ever personally practiced because yeah, we don't have that here. We have fresh Lake Michigan water. So right, <laughs> fresh yeah. thing in quotes. It's not, it's it's gross, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um it's it's something that we, I've started just because I want to do more water magic. And I don't really have that other than the swamps. So that's also like a great way to connect with your local area and like your local land spirits and animals and things that are there. Yeah, most definitely. It's been interesting because anytime I run across something that I don't know what it is, I try and find out. I'll take a picture of it and I'll send it to one of my friends who's a green witch. I'm like, hey, what is this? And, you know, they pointed me into getting, I think it's a, it's like a it's it's a region specific book that has a, all the different types of plants that can help you identify, um, which was really has been really helpful just to know like what's poisonous, what's not, things like that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's that's a fun you know new adventure into your practice. It's different um, because there's not a lot of resources on it. Yeah, I, I would imagine that. Well, okay, jumping back to runes. See, you and I are terrible, Justin. We're really bad at this. We just like go off on tangents. We do this every episode. I think, yeah, we, we, we do. <laughs> we do. It, every time I'm like, okay, I'm going to name this like runes, it's like Norse paganism with Justin, and it never, it's, it's like never ends up being the title because we, we just talk about so many different things. It's great though. I love, I love conversations like this. It's fun. But, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun because the people I talk so to are only the people. Like, yeah, uh, that's why I love the Discord server so much because there's people always talking about things, and if I want to learn something, I'll just scroll back through one of the channels that we have on there, and 
look for the information. Yeah, it, it's amazing because it's just like so many different places in the world that everyone comes from. So everything is so different in how people practice. Yeah. It's it's been a lot of fun. So if somebody is interested in runes, jumping back to our original topic, <laughs> um, and they are, you know, starting out where, what do you recommend for them starting out for learning about them, learning about the system? Um, there are hundreds of books on them. Um, take everything with a grain of salt. And that's my advice for everything when it comes to Norse pagan, paganism. Take all of it with a grain of salt. Because a lot of times, the information we have was recorded from like Christian monks after you know they tried to eradicate the practice. Um, so there, there's that. But I mean, sometimes I just forget, and there's a website that I use called um, Know the Runes, and it's my, my brain has so much going on. I, I forget sometimes, so I'll go reference that website, and stuff. I'll send it to you. Um, I found that it's really a really great website to help learn. I made flashcards. Um, I made my best friend a rune set, and I gave him a... Um, you know, flashcards made from that website and, you know, my personal knowledge. So you could definitely check that out. And then I would say just start, start with Feihu and draw it on your, you know, draw it in pen on your hand or your wrist and just carry it around for like a week. You know, each room every week, they, all hold such a different magical purpose and it's really good to familiarize yourself with each one and if somebody wanted to buy or make their own set what do you recommend for that if you want to buy your own set there are a lot of really pretty ones on etsy um, that are made out of resin. I prefer to use natural um, things like stone or wood just because Norse paganism is a earth-based religion. So everything they we do is based around the planet, the earth, the animals, um, the land vatir. So I would per I personally stick with stone or wood. But if you want to go on Etsy and buy one of the really pretty ones, by all means. And you did make your own. I did. I made I made my own set. And that's actually making my first set of rooms was actually how I learned that Loki was my patron deity. And how did you make yours? Uh, I went and I've found some river stones from uh, Michael's and I painted the, each of the runes 
one one at a time, what like while I was learning them. So it, it took twenty four weeks. Um, but like like I said, I started at the top. I started with Fehu, and I made that one. And my wife loves to crochet and knit, so she crocheted me a little pouch that I made into a necklace, and I carried it around with me. I mean, that's a good, I mean, that's a, that's a long time to spend, but that's like such a good way to really learn them and connect with them. Yeah. And that's why I really believe that when I finally got the Elder Futh arc tattooed on me, I believe that's why I had those dreams was that like, I had spent so much time connecting with them. They in turn connected with me. That makes sense. Um, but by all means, if you guys want to go to Etsy, they have some really pretty ones. Um, I've seen some made out of metal. I think those are neat. You know, I like that you say that and mention Etsy because as much as I like want to be crafty, it's just, I struggle with it so much. And then I have like perfectionist tendencies. So when it doesn't come out, like I have it in my head, like I get upset about it. <laughs> Sometimes it's like just better for me to buy something. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that I started doing leather working and specifically so I can make um, a, a, a rune casting. I won't say cloth, but like somewhere for me to cast my runes onto but I have to start small before I can, before I feel comfortable making something so big. And I could have went to Etsy or online and bought it. But when it comes to stuff like this, I just feel like if I can do it with my hands, I'm going to try it first. And you mentioned casting. So we talked about them as sort of being sigils and bind runes but you mentioned at the beginning that you use them for divination and I know that's what the casting is for so if you could explain that of how you use that yeah so when you cast your runes um there's a couple of different ways that I know how to do it and one of them is you take your bag or whatever you have them in shake it up reach in grab a few and toss them out and the ones that come up face up are the answers to your questions and the ones that are face down don't relate um or you have that's one way or you have the other way which is where you take the whole bag and you dump them out and the ones that are closest to you are the ones that are the most relevant oh okay yeah um some sources uh, like a book I have, um, it, it calls for um, Merc staves, which are like in terror, like when they're reversed, it means the opposite. I don't ever read Merc staves. I just flip them right side up. 
know, I get, I totally get that. I don't read reverse on tarot either. Like there's, there's already enough negativity in these cards. Yeah, oh, right? I don't need to read them upside down to like make it even more dire of a situation. I mean, it's really not that bad. Tarot, tarot is not that bad. It gets a bad rap for like being like terrible, but it's really not. But there are cards that like suggest things that are, that are a little, you know, more negative. Um, but yeah, the more you, you read reversals, like the more negative it gets. I'm like, you know what? No, we don't need to do that. <laughs> so I flip them right side up too. Yeah. It's like, I have enough crap going on i do not need you telling me that i have even more coming just we're just not going to look at that just flip it right side up <laughs> totally agree well justin before we end here um do you have any last words of advice that you would like to offer to the listeners that you haven't before so whether that is you know advice for a beginner which is advice for people who are, you know, advancing in their practice this year, anything you would like to say to them? Yeah, just, just take your time. Um, it, we call it witchcraft because it's a craft. It's something that we work on every single day. Um, and, you know, we call it a Norse practice or a paganism practice. It's practice. No one's perfect at it. So if you do things that doesn't come out right, that's fine. Try again. Um, and, you know, there's no such thing as a stupid question either. So if you if you make a cast and you're not really sure, just ask. And shoot me a message on, Dis on Discord or we have a Norse Paganism channel. You can post a, you know, take a picture of your casting and just ask. And I will do my best to give you an answer um also i will say a lot of times on etsy when you buy your rune sets they will come with a blank rune i think those are stupid and that's because they call it uh, it's like a a war a weird rune which is um leaving it up to the fates I don't I don't think that needs to be added into a rune set. So if you do get an SE rune set and you want to use it, by all means use it. But it just leaves so much room for interpretation of interpretation on your casting. Um because it would be like buying a tarot deck and there's just a random blank card. It's like, okay, well what's the what what is the answer I'm looking for? You gave me nothing. Yeah, that's like, that would not be helpful. <laughs> no, not at all. And some people, some people really enjoy that. Use, but personally. Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I need guidance. <laughs> yeah. Per personally, if I'm using divination, it's because I need guidance and I need that answer. So. Absolutely agree. <laughs> Well, that is all excellent advice as usual. Yeah, it really is a practice. You're never, you're never going to be perfect at it. It's, it's never going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's better to accept that at the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, there are some days where I, I mean, I'll go weeks without doing anything. And then I look down at my watch. I'm like, oh, hey, that's the new moon. Um, I forgot. I need to go do something. <laughs> I do that so. too. 
fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like every witch does that. That's that, that's just witchcraft. Also, new moon. It's the full moon. Oh no, my moon water. Literally, me every month. I'm like, I really, you know, I have it like written in my planner and everything, and I'm just like, still, still. Yeah, I I have it on my watch. So every time I open my watch to to look at what time it is or to do whatever, there's the moon with the moon phase, and it's like. Oh yeah, that's coming up in a couple of days. It gets there, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "Did I miss it?" <laughs> every time. Yeah, every time it it never fails. Well, thank you so much for being here again. I appreciate it. I love chatting with you, and um, I know that the listeners love chatting over on the Discord server and being able to get all their questions answered. So, thank you. Yeah, most definitely. I love being back. Um, you know, honestly, being on your podcast has inspired me to start looking into starting my own podcast, which is coming. I just have to figure you absolutely out. Absolutely should. That would be amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I got to figure out the internet thing and how to record with my wonderful little army of children who are so loud. <laughs> there is always that <laughs> yeah I, this is our second time recording this because the first time my kids were in the background just screaming and we tried and it just did not work i know we we tried they were so cute too it wasn't like they were like crying or anything but i just i couldn't there were like parts where i like couldn't hear you over the kids and i was like darn it because <laughs> they are adorable in the background i was like i'm trying to keep them but <laughs> yeah no it's uh, it's understandable luckily they're all asleep right now because it's still early and <laughs> we got through this no distractions no distractions except for the entire conversation where we went completely off track but you know <laughs> uh, well we don't talk about that distraction <laughs> yeah that that's just us it's just us <laughs> thank you again justin for being here i really appreciate it and listeners that is everything that i have for this week i will see you next week your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.